us to do is say yes. Whew, I couldn't cut it off, y'all. I couldn't cut it off. When you trying to say yes, Whoo! hallelujah, Shekinah glory, hallelujah. Hey, y'all, 
It's a new day, and I'm so glad about it. Welcome to season four of Being Touched by Mercy and Living on Grace podcast. I am your host, Patrice Butts, and my co-host is not joining me tonight, but y'all just keep on praying for him. Amen. It is so good to see y'all and be a part of this week's journey. I pray that God has been blessing you with his presence and his peace and his joy. The things sometimes we just take for granted till we really, really need it. Amen. And y'all know before we get started, I have to invite someone to join us on this Christian band. And they are invited. The door is always open. Jesus has extended the invitation. Each and every one of you have been invited in time and to spend your life right now in the life after with him, eternity. And all you have to do is open up your mouth and heart so he can save you, so he can mold you into a new creation. Will you accept him? Will you say yes today? All you have to do is do the ABC, the things we teach the little kids that even they can understand. All you have to do is accept Jesus into your heart and believe that he died and rose for your sins and mine and confess that you are a sinner in need of some amazing grace. You need a touch from the Lord. And I promise you, if you say yes, the angels in heaven are singing, they are shouting, and we as sisters and brothers are standing with you. Go get you into a church home that's teaching Jesus Christ so you can understand this walk that you have decided to be a part of. Amen. Amen. You know, last week we started talking about the new series of being heavenly minded so we can do some earthly good. And, you know, it's amazing how God can confirm the things that he has told you to do, you know, especially on some heavy stuff like heaven. It's it's heavy, y'all. I'm letting you, I'm carrying a heavy load right now. So I hope y'all are praying for me. You know, and many of us, we sometimes we lose that focus on the big picture. We become so concerned and attached to these things on earth that we have, these possessions, the people, you know, the titles, and that we've just forgotten the purpose. We've forgotten the big picture that we're not meant to stay here. We have to keep looking up so we can keep pushing out that good news of Jesus Christ that this life on here, this earth is not the end. It is not the end. Hallelujah. Amen. And this week we're going to continue on with being heavenly minded so we can do some earthly good. And y'all know to do that, there is just one way. And the scriptures that we're going to be reading today is John chapter 3, verses 3 and 5. In John chapter 14, verses 6, John chapter 3, verses 3 says, Jesus replied, Very truly, I tell you, 
No one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Verse five, Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. In John 14 and six, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. You know, and the more I have dived into this and studied and prayed over this, one of the things that, that I have come across and God had to remind me and to remind the people that that salvation is about a person. It is about the the human, the the earthly Jesus that we know that walked here for 33 years, but it is also about the spirit man that God had, the, the son of God, because it says, you know, Jesus says he, he is the way to self. He is the truth. He is the light. Our salvation is in Jesus Christ. Our eternity is in Jesus Christ. And when you begin to understand the truth of these verses and just the book of John who expounds on who Jesus is, not only in his earthly body, but in his his spirit, who he was and who he still is. He is the word of God. He is our peace. He is our joy. And, you know, in chapter three, we know the story. Nicodemus, this uh, Pharisees came to Jesus at night, you know, because he wanted to know, you know, you different. You know, we, you know, I, from birth, I've been taught a lot of things. And he said, but, you you know, he was like, Jesus, you different. You know, he said, you know, the things you've been doing and saying, it, it, it's something else going on in I I just want to know what's going on. You know, why are you different? You know, what makes you so different, Jesus? And that's the stuff we have to ask ourselves. What's the difference between Jesus and all of these other um, religions, these other leaders or people that are praise and worship? What's the difference? Because Nicodemus is an old man. Wanted to know, wait a minute, you know, I've been doing this all my life. It must be more. I I need more. And he sought out the Jesus. You know, it was, he was like, the rules ain't working for me. This religion thing, you know, ain't working for me. He needed something. He needed Jesus and he wanted this change. So, you know, even though he went at night, I guarantee you somebody saw it. And he he wants to know, you know, how how can I get to heaven, Jesus? And Jesus told him, you know, you must be born again. Nicodemus said, wait, wait, wait. You can't be going back in your mama. I'm an old man. I know I can't go back up in my mama dead. But that's that's the that's the, the the earthly thinking. He couldn't think outside the box. He couldn't get into his spiritual mind. You know, John had been talking about it and Jesus had been talking about it. But now here's G, here's Nicodemus and, and Jesus just told him, hey, you, you, you want to go to heaven? You got to be born again. You have got to change your heart, your mind. You have got to accept me. And when he says 
Girly, that means I can assure you. It is with assurance. I assure you there is no other way. And and that's what you have to realize. So many people, even, you know, those that watch Oprah, she's looking for another way. But Jesus said, I assure you, there's no other way. When he says, very truly, I tell you, you know, it's like, I am that I am. I'm telling you, you, there's no other way. And, and, and when I was thinking about this and, um, I don't know if you listen to have studied other religious beliefs or ever talked to people that, you know, don't practice our Christians believe, you know, they, you know, and they're, they're thinking when it comes to heaven and there being more one God or one savior or, you know, and when you look at it, you know, some of these beliefs believe that uh, heaven is just a place where all their pleasures can be fulfilled. It is a place, you know, that, Ooh, it's just going to be a happy day. And, you know, I get to live, you know, no, no, no. It is, it's more to heaven than just that. Uh, you ain't going to be reincarnated as an animal. And your spirit ain't just going to roam this earth. Jesus is the only way to the father. He is the only way to heaven. And as I'm trying to paint this picture to you is why heaven has to be so surreal for us on this Christian, this pilgrimage, this journey. Um, Jesus is our greatest example. Um, y'all know for for over 400 years, um, the earth had not heard anything from the prophet, from God, but that all changed when Jesus came to this earth. And, and what's so amazing about it, Jesus always had heaven on his mind. And it started, you know, just think about it. When he was baptized, you know, it said, uh, uh, God opened up the heaven and said, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. When he was in, when he came, the angels came, he was birthed, heavenly host, wave, you know, talking about the savior of the world. Heaven was speaking. And I don't think many people was listening. And, 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 and think about his first sermon, you know, uh, this, and you have to get in the mindset. This is why Jesus tells us to have the, to have the same mindset that he has, because this is why he was able to do the things that he did and to go through the things that he had to go through because he always had heaven on his mind and he wanted us to have heaven on our minds. And I'm just going to walk this through. Um, in his first sermon, which was, we call the Sermon on the Mount. We call them the Beatitudes. In, in Matthew 5, all those verses from um, verses 5, uh, 1 through 11, the Beatitudes about inheriting the hurt, the kingdom of God, heaven was on his mind. And then, you know, he was, he was trying to prepare us to get it on our mind so we can do some earthly good. So if you start to look at those verses after that, uh, the verses, to, I think, 12 through 48, he goes on to talk about us being the salt of the earth, the light of the world. He then reminds us how we should be living and loving and treating each other. And then in chapter six, he goes even further, teaches us how to give and pray and fast and where our treasures and tells us where our treasures should be stored. 
all in the meantime, telling us not to worry about living out our lives here on earth. And then in chapter seven, he begins us to show this wrong mindsets when we begin to judge one another. He reminds us again about asking and seeking and knocking on heaven's door. He tells us about the wide gate and the broad road that leads to destruction. Yet many walk this path, but the small gate and the narrow gate that leads to life only a few will ever find. He warns us the difference between false and true prophets. Those who are true and false di disciples, you know those churchgoers. He tells us about the power of being wise builders and not foolish builders. And then in chapter eight, he starts the mission. Now, my sisters and brothers, if that is not teaching us how to be heavenly minded so we can do some earthly good, I don't know what else to tell you because he, he painted a picture so great, you know, of what we need to be doing, how we need to be doing so we can start the mission that he has prepared for us. Y'all, God is talking, but are we really listening? Jesus' requirement to, to get to heaven is to trust him. He simply said, repent. Be born again and believe in me. His words are with authority. It's with authenticity, authentication, authenticity and assurance. His words of being born again is about a spiritual birth with the help of the Holy Spirit. He's not talking about rules and a religion, but he is talking about a personal, personal relationship with him that changes your heart and your mind. Do you need him? I need him. Salvation is real. It is free. It comes from Jesus. Are you ready for change? And, 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 and think about this. You know, it's not a makeover. Just think about a makeover. You know, I've had a couple of makeovers in my life and Honey, I tried to keep my chin cute and not to get it on my pillow and not to sweat because, honey, I was pretty. I was beautiful. You couldn't tell me nothing. But guess what? That makeup going to have to come off in just a couple of days. You, you just It's just going to start to run and you're just going to have to wipe it off. And that's, and, and that's what we try to compare being saved, being a Christian too. It ain't a makeover. It is not a makeover. It's starting over something fresh, something new, something we have never experienced in our lives. When you say you are Christian, you are saying, I have been born again. You know, there is the water baptism, and, you know, some people get baptized five and six times. I'm not knocking that. I don't know whatever reason they do that. But you ain't got to go dip in that water but one time. Because it, it, it shows that, Lord, I want to show the world on the outside what you have done on the inside. That's the spiritual baptism. That is when God's spirit comes in. That's why Jesus said you got to be born with the water. And with the spirit, you have to know that this, this, this thing called salvation, it is so free. 
That's why it's not about a process, because we'll be working our way to heaven. You, we'll be just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all. We'll be trying to follow rules and rules on top of rules, and we ain't changing. We're just making rules and trying our best to stick with them. But being born again means that you will experience a new birth. You have accepted Christ as your Lord and your Savior it is a change that takes place on the inside before it takes place on the outside. You know, some people, when they get, you know, they get saved the next Sunday, they come to church with a new hat. They got on some new clothes. Uh-uh, uh-uh. If your heart ain't changed, your mind ain't changed, you still just this, 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 this person that's just waiting and expecting, you know, the clothes to change you. You expect your how you look to change you or you singing or you working. That is not about the change. It is about the Holy Spirit coming in there to do only what the Spirit can do. And y'all, the only way to receive his Spirit is to receive his Son. If you didn't accept Jesus, there's no Holy Spirit. I don't care how holy you act. That ain't going to get you into heaven because it is the spirit that seals us to the day of redemption. It is the spirit that speaks to God on our behalf. It is the spirit that tells Jesus and God, oh, they saved. They only go save. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and don't be prideful. Don't be stubborn about it. You got to think about it. Nicodemus was said he was an old man. So even I, I mean, I've shared with y'all, I've watched a 90 year old man give his life to Christ. So don't let your pride and your stubbornness stop you from accepting Jesus today. If you have that unctioning on your heart, because as y'all can see, as the world turns, none of us are promised tomorrow. You know, Ezekiel 36 and 26 and 27 says, I will give you a new heart. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. And, and, and ain't that God? You know, the fact that he wants that new heart. He wants to put his Holy Spirit on the inside of us. He wants us to understand the things of heaven. And the only way we can do that is through the spirit of God. It tells that the spirit teaches us all things. All things. And, and y'all, I'm afraid that the person who is not born again, who has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they can't enter the kingdom of God. They can't go to heaven. And then they don't get the benefit of Christ's death. Do you understand what Christ's death, the benefits? I can go on and on about the benefits of his death. You know, what it did for us if we accept it, if we, you know, give our life to him. And then we can't receive his Holy Spirit. We can't make it in this world. Well, I can't. I can't make it in this world without Jesus, without his Holy Spirit keeping me. My daughter made me mad the other day, and I wanted to text her and say a cuss word. 
But y'all, I was so angry. I just wanted her to understand how angry I was. And y'all, I don't cuss, but I felt like I should have used a cuss word to let her know how I felt. But y'all know what? The spirit would not let me do it. It was he would not let me do it. And and, and there's so many other times that, you know, I want to get out of character. I want to act a fool. I'm just letting y'all know. I need God's spirit. I need Jesus in my life. Paul tells us in Romans 8 and 9, any person who does not have the spirit of Christ is not his. You can't sing the song, I belong to God, I belong to Jesus, if you don't have his spirit, if you don't have him. You know, when we belong to Christ, and we call ourselves Christians, we have a spirit. And that means we have been born again so we can go to heaven. And I'm, I'm, I just thank God for reminding us of, 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 of what heaven is. It is a place that's with him. And, and, and he allows us to see some stuff, you know, that, that reflects heaven. Like, like, when it, the sky is just beautiful and the sun is radiant. I always tell you, I go to the beach. I call that God's country. Anytime that water is just pushing back and forth and you see that ocean and the blue go on. I mean, even when I went on, you know, a, a cruise for 14 days, just in the middle of that ocean, I was in God's country, y'all. I told Wayne if we die today, I would be okay. Cause hey, hey, what was going? Look, if that water would have, that boat would have sank. Hey, we just been down under. So I felt like even at the beach, <laughs> I was I was getting a piece of of of, of heaven and what that peace that I felt when I'm around water to hear the waves rushing. That's, it just it just it just takes me. I tell everybody I'm in God's country. Whenever I go to the beach, I ain't go there last year, but I'm gonna make it there this year. And so, my sisters and brothers, you know, with heaven being what heaven is, I can understand why we have to be born again, because the first heaven is gonna burn up because nothing unclean. You know, it's been some unclean things. The devil done been to heaven. And so God's got to clean it up. So we can't go there any kind of way. You know, 1 Peter 1 and 23 says, For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable seed, through the living and enduring word of God. You must be born again. Titus 3 and 5. He saved us, not because of the righteous things we have done. It ain't our works, I keep telling y'all, but because of his mercy. His mercy, and He saved us through the washing of rebirth and the renewal by the Holy Spirit. The change, the sanctification, the purification can't take place until you say yes, yes, Jesus, I need you. I don't want this old way of life. I don't want this old way of thinking. I want to be born again. And, and y'all, you can give, you can do the right things, you can say the right things, you you be like, I ain't never did nobody wrong, I just try to do good and mind my business, stay at home. Baby, 
your good ain't good enough. I think in the Psalms they call or Isaiah says that our our our, our good is is filthy rags. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oily rags. Our good just ain't good enough. If if our good any of us had any good in us, we wouldn't have to be born again. Jesus would have never had to come and die. He's the only way. He is the only way. I pray that you are getting heaven in mind and start thinking about the earthly good that you can do. Because like I said in the beginning, in, in, in the book of Matthew, God walked us down, told us what to do, how to do it, to keep our mind on heaven. Because if you, if you just read those few chapters, you will see that it, that was heavenly minded. Jesus was heavenly minded and he was teaching us to be heavenly minded. So next week, we're going to continue with this series of being heavily minded so we can do some earthly good. And I dare you to invoke the doors of heaven. Will you? I dare you to invoke the doors of heaven. What happens when we invoke the doors of heaven? So read Deuteronomy chapter 30. Verses 19. I love y'all. I praise God every day for this podcast. It is helping me to be a better me, to, to continue to strive to be a woman of God, a mother of God, a wife of God, a sister of God. You know, what God has poured on the inside of me, I'm just trying to give it back out. I'm trying to let what he reflects down to me, reflect out, because it's not about me. It is about getting as many people in heaven with me, because I, I want to see one some of y'all. I want y'all to hear me laugh when y'all get to heaven, if I make it there for y'all. Is that Patrice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, girl, I see you made it. What? Girl, you, hey, boy, you Hallelujah. Look, look at that. My brother that made it in. Amen. Amen. You know, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Google, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Buzzsprout. Y'all continue to share, continue to tell a friend, tell somebody, tell a stranger that Jesus is real and that he loves them. And we're going to give away those gift cards on February the 1st. I think that's a Wednesday, Amazon, Visa. And Walmart gift cards. Y'all, thank you for joining this podcast. There will be a new episode uploaded every Thursday starting at 6 a.m. I'm walking. It's day by day. I'm doing better. I still have my little bike, but that helps me through. I'm going to go back to work on the 24th of January. God is good. He is so good. And oh yeah, if y'all listening to that water in the back of me doing this podcast, I had to move my podcast stuff downstairs because they're getting ready to put the floors in the house. And so my aquarium is right here in my dining room. So I hope y'all didn't get too distracted and I hope y'all didn't go to sleep on me. Thank y'all. And remember, my sisters and my brothers, it takes grace to make it. I love you. See y'all next week. Bye.